Hey yo, what's good? It's your boy Wings and 24 Karat Kev. Hello. And you're tapped into the Take Flight podcast, bro. Today, it's the final podcast of the year for the first time ever. It's just me. Give it up for the special guest, Come bro. on, man. No, and it's not Kevin, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> All right. I'm a special guest. Let's go. Like I said, for the first time ever, how many podcasts have we done this year? Uh, fucking, why are you asking me? Probably like 20... You got 26. This 23, bro. 23. We didn't start close. at the start of the year. Yeah. So 23 podcasts. This mm-hmm. is the first out of all of them. It's just me and you. Yes, sir. Talking a whole lot of shit. My specialty. Let's go. And what we're going to do, we're going to run through some of the biggest moments of the Australian hip hop, rap and R&B world down under of 2023. All right. Highlights of 2023. Highlights. Take podcast. We did ask you guys to suggest some, <laughs> to be honest. There was suggestions po- were trash. Suggestions were trash. <laughs> Except for two that everyone said, it was majority of those two. The rest was, my friend dropped the track, mad. But yeah, look, yeah. to be honest, hey, wasn't hey, a hey, highlight relax. of Australia. Maybe next hey, year. And if you can guess the two that were the, submitted by the fans, um, we'll send you a free t-shirt. Let's go. Kev doesn't even have a t-shirt. Yet, so <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't guy. even discuss that with you. All right, got to kick it off, Kev. In my opinion, one of the biggest moments of the year. There's so many moments in this one in general. One four, everything one four is done. Yes. Everything one four. But you're gonna say me being in the one four documentary. Come on, bro. We're gonna talk about that. Don't worry. Look, everything one four's done has been massive this year, all right? Absolutely everything. To be fair, they could have dropped some more songs. There was Mm -hmm. only what? Commas and then Freedom of Speech now. Yep. Freedom of Speech, banger, by the way. Hey, they were both bangers. I think I mean they dropped two songs this year and people have been asking for more music, but Mm Two really great songs showing two different sides of them. I think, you know, uh, obviously Freedom of Speech was more down that straight, straight up drill vibe. And then uh, Commas was a really good indication of, I think, uh, their commercial uh, potential. You know what I mean? It was definitely more on the mainstream side, but still staying true to who they were. 100%, so bro. I think both audiences enjoyed both tracks and, and hopefully they got some more stuff coming up. Look, I'm a big fan of Commas because I love any form of melodic shit into the rap world, bro. I love singing along in my car. I thought you were going to say you love the TikTok dance, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> That's just a mean you thing. But nah, for real though, I love being able to sing along in the car, wherever I am, yep. mixed with the heavy raps. Look, but freedom of speech, heavy, hard hitting. It was heavy. That US kind of drill tip yep, vibe. Yep, yep. That's definitely my shit. So came for more of it. But anyway, big moments of 2023 for one four. Documentary, mm. number one. Let's be serious, yeah. bro. The documentary was huge. I mean, that was a hard one to keep under wraps because we filmed that shit like, it's been filmed for the last four years, but mm. I filmed my part maybe like two years ago and obviously uh, kept tight lips around it. But you know, uh, premiered at South by Southwest. I uh, got a standing ovation. So shout out to uh, Gabe and Entropico, mm-hmm. Aaron Moy as well, the producers, directors, everyone that worked on it. Um, and yeah, since it's had a really great reaction. And I think the impact of it is, you know, I think a lot of times us living in Sydney and Melbourne, especially we think, oh, you know, hip hop's so big and all this stuff's happening. But you got to remember that like for a lot of people, the majority of the Australian population, they're not even across one four. They're not across Australian drill. Preach. They're not across this sort of stuff. So when you partner with a brand like Netflix, which is such a global company and, you know, a lot of people hit me up saying, oh, you know, my mom watched this, my dad watched this, my auntie watched this. So I was going to say the, the real, same thing, bro. That's the real kind of cultural impact of it. It's going beyond rap and it's just spreading into, I guess, what you would call a more mainstream audience. You know what I mean? 100% bro. And people at my day job know what I do here. And I had so many people coming up to me that are not in the rap world in the slightest. Yeah, exactly. Like bro, that one for documentary is crazy. Can't believe this is what they had to go through. Can't believe this is what they had to do. Yeah. And they kept pushing. My mom, shout out mom, going crazy. Watch that shit, loved it. Um, but yeah, documentary number one, bro. Another my mom he- didn't get what Netflix was. She's like, <laughs> what? I was like, we got a Netflix doco pump. And she's like, what the fuck is that? Is that a podcast? You've been doing that for ages. I was like, don't, I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Did you get her a Netflix account just for that or what? No, no. I don't know. I'll, I just showed a few screenshots on my phone. Hectic. She was like, where are you? Why are you in a Chinese restaurant? I was like, I don't know. We got to rattle through these, bro, because there's so <laughs> many moments for one for listen out lineup, bro. Yes. The fact that they got announced on a touring national festival mm-hmm. when 
they couldn't do shows for how long or haven't done hardly any shows yep. Australia-wide. Obviously, Sydney, they managed to do it. Not sure exactly how they got the Sydney show, if they had to pay their fee to get on yep. it, but they made it happen, bro. And that jet moment... That they, did the, yeah, they did the promised land to listen out in one day with the bro, private jet. Private jet, helicopter from SeaWorld to private jet to the show. <laughs> you see him running, bro. I don't know who was filming. You see these guys running to the van to get to the show. Yep. Just made it in time. Heavy, bro. 100%. So hopefully we see you know more music from 1-4 in 2024. 100%. Hopefully more, some more tours since they're seemingly allowed to do shows. Now, I don't know what the sitch is, but you know they've been on a festival stage now, so they should be able to play shows next year. Well... But can Hopefully. we also quickly say two other vast things for them that went viral, bro, that them getting pat down at the, uh, when they're about to walk yep. out, Paul Ayakuso, not sure how you say it, Paul, shout out to you. And also, bro, it was the return of Lex and Selly on a track. That was hey. this, that was this year. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, Lex has always been, you know, um, a pivotal member of the group, I feel. And of, of course, Selly was was locked up kind of like before they had that huge ascension after the mm. message in Shanks and Shiv. So to see him back in the fold and Lex jump on the track, like on Freedom of Speech, like you said, it's been crazy, man. So, you know, hopefully some more great music with uh, all members involved next year. 100%. Next big moment, 2023. Absolutely everything that Cursor went through in 2023, massive moment. Come on, bro. <laughs> One big moment for One Curse. big moment just spread out over the year. First of all, last and final album, number 10. He's been saying for how long he's been going to do this one, bro? Uh, it's been a couple of years because he was on the schedule of doing one album a year. Then mm. obviously we had the uh, Spicy Cough go around for a couple of years. So this one he's taken a bit more time on and it was worth the wait. You know what I mean? It was over 20 tracks. Shout out to Open Till Late and everyone else who did their work on the record. Um, and number one. Number that's, one. That's huge. Number one for record the first in the whole time. country. For the first time. And we know he doesn't give too many fucks about that number one, but <laughs> the fact he got there was hectic to finally see, especially for a final album, bro. Also, but, bro, the award nomination that came from that. <laughs> yeah. Bro, there's some spicy shit that came from that alone. Yeah, it was spicy. Obviously, didn't pull up at the Arias, but- According to TV, Cursor was at the Arias, bro. Yeah, he just decided to wear a belly for the first time in his career, maybe. Look, Cursor, <laughs> of all bellies, didn't know he'd wear a Cahooks one, but yeah, shout out. Yeah, yeah. Funny moment, bro. That shit went crazy on the internet, hit newspapers around the country. That was Daily yeah. Telegraph, Sunday Telegraph, everything. Telegraphs I didn't know still existed. He was yeah. in it about that belly, bro. He probably got more press off that than actually winning the award. 100%. <laughs> you know so I mean? shout out to that moment, yeah, bro. Yeah, Genesis Wu, who, who won the award, he actually shouted out Kirsten in his acceptance speech. So that was there dope. definitely was an air amongst a lot of, you know, hip hop people that, you know, maybe Kirsten should have taken this one out. But, you know, it is what it is. Curse, Sometimes the streets know. <laughs> the streets know. <laughs> Sometimes when the award shows, you know, they're in the hands of, of, of you know, a lot of different people on the voting committees or, mm. or so, on, so on and so forth. So you never really know who's voting for this stuff. I'm not too sure. So either in my opinion, Opinion, I hope that kind of panel might switch up down the track. Again, don't know exactly how that side of things works, yeah, but neither. whoever's on the voting panel, anyway, some changes can be made. <laughs> all right. Also for Cursor, but speaking of the 10th album, what I thought was crazy, bro, he consistently sold out hard copies in 2023 of the album, bro. And cassettes. He had cassette tapes pumping uh, close to the release as well, vinyls. And I, I think there was something wrong with the vinyls. He had to hand sign another 3,000 vinyls. The text that he, what was going bro, on. Bro, shout out for the effort <laughs> having to go into signing mm. 3,000 vinyls or more. I'm not too sure. And then having to do it again, bro. Yeah. Anyway. He's got a lot of patience. <laughs> Big moments for Cursor 2023. I don't think that's the end of him. He said that, look, He's going to take some time. What happens next? Who knows? Yeah. But I think he's on a well-deserved break. Uh, he's, he's been on a crazy, uh, highly impactful, unprecedented run over the past, you know, over a decade, maybe close to two decades now. So he's on a well-deserved break, but also the shows. The bro, shows. the tour. Bro, that was yeah. massive, bro. He's, he's said it himself, but- in all honesty, bro, huge. Every show around the country packed out. The fact he went to Brisbane as one of the earlier shows, they went that crazy. He's like, fuck it, let's run a second show. Yeah. Sold it out again, all yeah. right? And it just went, it looked to go just as crazy. I was at the Sydney show, bro. These fans go 
fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. You, I, I personally can't compare in Australia Curse of Fans to anyone else. I don't yeah, know. unfortunately, I couldn't make it to the Sydney show. Apologies to Curse. I had tickets to uh, Paul McCartney with my mum, <laughs> which just happened to be <laughs> on the same night. It's not a joke night. either, bro. Yeah, no joke. No, straight up had these tickets to Paul McCartney, which I bought for a birthday, and you know, it happened to be on the same night. And he played for three hours. I think Curse played for two and a half hours. So there was definitely no chance of going to both. But um, bit of a different vibe. Bit of hundred percent. But, um, but even seeing the states fight each other again, again, nothing yeah. people haven't seen on the internet so far. But seeing every state that dedicated to saying, "Now nah, we're the biggest Curse of yeah, fans, yeah, bro." Yeah. That's some classic state of origin type shit. It's a moment, bro. <laughs> it's a moment. All right, this next moment, I think. Look, it's a, a mixture of feelings about people around Australia at the moment. Mm. <clears throat> the introduction of Skucks was a moment in itself in 2023, bro. A big right? moment. Huge moment. We have to talk about it. Whether you love or you hate Skucks, bro, this man came in with a bang. When he dropped six ways, I don't think hardly anyone knew who the fuck he was, to mm -hmm. be honest. And that... My bad blonde man, she fucks with a K. Hard, bro. That shit, <laughs> Wait, sing it again. She don't fuck with a KBS member. Anyway, bro, that shit was vibey, swaggy, whatever you want to call it. It was just something different at the time. It was cool, bro. Since then, I don't know, bro. He's had the crowd divided, I think, bro. He's mm -hmm. had the crowd divided, bro. He went number one trending on TikTok with his next official release, which it was, was on the Aria charts as well. Aria charts, was that for, that was with Throwaway, throwaway Bars. bars Can yeah, I just yeah. say, but Throwaway Bars, as crazy as it is, bro. You know how people post up like a, a cover art? Yeah. Nice square image. Yeah. Bro, it's literally like this was throwaway bars. He's like, fuck, I've got to put something up. It's just like this rectangle image. It wasn't proper cover. That shit, again, Aria charts, number one yeah. trending on TikTok. Um, wild. I seen him in the, the TikTok studios promoting the shit again. They mm -hmm. brought him in just because of that. Yep. And this is number one trending Australia wide, not just Australian hip hop, music, yeah. this, that. Crazy moment. I think that anyone who comes into the game so quick, so fast, I think it's pretty much unanimous that he was the biggest breakout artist in the, in the Australian hip hop scene mm -hmm. this year. I mean, exactly like all the accolades you've just said, anyone who gets, you know, that, that far ahead so fast, mm -hmm. they're always going to have people, you know, there's, there's always going to be backlash. And, you know, I think if you look, Plus the history, even like the two artists we just said, One Four and Cursor. When they first came out, there was a lot of controversy about them. You know what I mean? Especially about I remember One Four when they came out, people were like, "What is this British shit? Like, get this out of here!" Yada yada yada. And and now look at them now. So I think especially with Skucks being so young, there's there's got to be a bit of patience there. I think from the audience to see him develop into the artist that he can actually be. You know what I mean? But you know he did uh, have some big links with Beordi as well. Come um, on. You know they've obviously got a lot of big artists and a lot of hits under their belt. So I'm really curious to see how that uh, relationship moves. Forward into 2024. Bro, Beordi, I don't know if it was because of that or Hefs came along, so that, but he jumped on the NWE official yep. remix. Bro, NWE, in my opinion, one of the biggest tracks of the year out here. I don't give a fuck. Shit yeah, was a you bop. do love that one. I do love that one. Um, but yeah, big year for Skucks. Again, bro, like I said, a lot of things, a lot of suggestions, a lot of issues in the background. I don't give a fuck about that. Music-wise, <laughs> this man came into the game and just went wild. Again, like you said, biggest, and I feel like the only Oh, I don't know how to say it, bro. Of that size, that breakout yeah. size when it comes to bringing an audience in, bro. Yeah. I and, mean, I, and I hope in 2024, we see a shitload of that, bro. We, I, I want to see heaps of different artists making that much noise. It feels like this year we had a lot of artists kind of bubbling up to the surface, you know, who had kind of been around for a while and mm -hmm. they're kind of starting to cross over into wider popularity. But Skucks was kind of like, like you said, it, kind of, it was like no one knew him and then it was like bang, everyone Australia. knew him. So yeah, shout out to him, man. Keep doing your thing. Come on. Um, bro, I thought this one was hectic. Again, last minute, I got a word that something was going down, so I was happy I could be there. Chance the Rapper's co-sign of Inkaby, bro. That was huge. Bro, I think that's fucking massive. Like, I mean, it was a South by Southwest, and true. it was probably the biggest thing that happened to South by Southwest this year, really. I Honestly, 
other than the one for documentary premiere. I don't know what the hell I happened. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> you were up on stage there, bro. Yeah. Other than that, I don't actually know what happened at South by Southwest. I feel like I just saw it's coming back next year. They need to work on that side of things, first of all. But yeah, Chance pulling up to have a chat at South by Southwest and next mm. minute just pulling up at the Gladi and it's like, yeah. hey, Inkaby, bro, co-signed him, said like, this is the future, this is this and that. I can't remember exactly what he said, yeah. but he pretty much said Inkaby was the future out here, showing love to not only a young dude from Perth, a young indigenous dude from Perth who him and his dad have been working, bro. Him yeah. and Fluent have been putting in their work lately, watching them go back to back on tracks is hectic. Yeah. So to see that love from someone of uh, Chance's caliber is fucking beautiful, bro. It's very crazy, man. I mean, like you said, we've always been talking about bridging that gap mm. between Australian hip hop and American hip hop in a in an organic way. And it doesn't really get more organic than that. I'm pretty sure how it happened was that, you know, Chance did his thing and then uh Somewhere along the lines of South by Southwest, he met Nookie and then and then Nookie said, I'm throwing a gig down at the Gladi, which for people outside the city is just like the local pub. Mm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's not like a fancy venue or nothing. It's like the local pub where, you know, Nookie, Triple One, a couple of those boys had their studio. Nookie said, I'm throwing a gig down here. And then and then lo and behold, Chance the Rapper just pulls up to this pub in Chippendale and 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 co-signs, you know, a very young, very promising rapper from all the way in Perth. So Shout out to Ingabee Man and also Fluent, like you said, doing his thing and and yeah, really excited to see where he goes next year. And Chance, if by some reason you come across <laughs> this, we're trying to see that Chance Inc. could be collab and also Chance come on the pod. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going <laughs> to say. Come on, bro. <laughs> bro, this one is a, a self-promotion thing, I feel, but it has to be talked about. No, hey, 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 hey. You just got to say, you, you just got to fucking shout yourself out sometimes, Come on, bro. well, it's not actually hey. me. Yeah, you don't, have to, you don't have to be humble all the time. We, I mean, we, if, you've, if you've accomplished something, you, just, you can talk about it. You we know kicked I mean? off Sky Sessions. We did. I've been trying to kick that off for a while. Finally got around to it. Last... Six months, we've had about 18 Sky Sessions. Yes. There obviously has been a standout, bro. Moses and Tactics on yes. Sky Sessions. Bro, everyone needs a round of applause, these guys. Guys, I'm going to send you a trophy early next year. Don't worry. <laughs> Biggest Sky Sessions of 2023. Bro, this shit went further than I thought was still imaginable in 2023 on Instagram. Oh, I know because you were fucking texting me every half an hour bro, being like, bro, it's jumping. <laughs> it just kept jumping. Not only did that jump, our followers were jumping. Moses and Tactics followers were jumping. It was just crazy to see that in 2023 when people are like... Instagram's dying. Nothing mm. can go viral anymore. Can't do shit. Bro, this video went crazy and it built both our profiles online at the same time, which was crazy to see, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what I think is the reason for this shit going crazy. You tell me if you think I'm, wrong, I'm right or wrong, yeah? Right. D12 beat, obviously. Yeah. My band. Absolutely iconic. Everyone knows it, bro. But these two fellas, bro, went back to back on some fun shit, bro. 100%. There was no gangster shit. Obviously, yep. there was a few fucking... Um, jail bars here and there, but it was nothing yeah. crazy. You're talking about their boys. They went back to back with some fun shit, um, make a fun of each other, make a fun of take flight at 1.2 <laughs> saying that they had to have, the, it was their manager's fault that they're on there. Yeah. Bro, you could thank your manager for that now. Yeah, Look at this. Yeah, yeah. A couple of people in the comments were angry about that being like, these boys don't even want to be on take flight. It's like, relax, bro. Like, nah, it's all love. Moses and <laughs> Tactics being the boys <laughs> since, um, since take flight kicked off. I've seen them guys, bro. We've been in contact. And I, I, that's it, bro. I just can't believe it did what it did. On hundred percent. And I think when you get more than uh, one person on something like a freestyle series or a cipher or whatever, you kind of expect you know pe people just to do their sixteen or their thirty two, and then the next person. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that they're punching in, fish, finishing each other's lines in such you know a funny and humorous way, I think that really set them apart. And you know. Sky Sessions, there's a lot of potential. If you come on here and you nail it, that's what can happen. You know what I'm saying? That's what can happen. Sky so. Sessions 2024, <laughs> who's coming? All the rappers. Who's next? Come on. Let's go. Also, bro, I did, obviously, I get a bit obsessed with Take Flight at times. So I started looking around, <laughs> I'm like, what other big rap videos? Are? I couldn't find a bigger rap reel in Australia over the hey. past years, bro, from anyone, anyone. Anyone. So- 
Except there was one. There was one yeah. rap reel you mentioned that was out. Oh, actually, there was. There <laughs> yeah, was there one. Was, but was. what was it? Here? It was uh, Lissy with Uzgang singing Britney Spears. Sometimes is that the name of the? I song? can't remember what song it was. I think it's I think Lissy, the song sometimes. Uzgang, Britney Spears, yeah. crazy. Yeah, kind of like what you just said. You know, sometimes you don't have to take yourself so serious. If you just kind of you know embrace your funny side, just have a bit of fun with yourself, it can kind of resonate with people more than you expect. You know, I what think I mean? that's and what it is, bro. People just are excited to see people having a bit of fun. Yeah. The gangster thing is here all the time. The hard shit is here yeah. all the time. Yeah. The fun thing. It's a bit hard for yeah, people to yeah, catch yeah. on to, bro. And I guess only some people can do it. And that video is fire as fuck, man. Yeah. Like, shout out to Lissy. Um, I got to join him and his boys up at uh, fucking Goodenough for a for a karaoke night or something. It we, looks, oh. looks like it. You know what I mean? Oi, oi. Don't say that to <laughs> That's, oi, a, new that's, a, that's, a, that's <laughs> a new segment right <laughs> new there. Segment. 2024, boys. Castile, <laughs> yeah. we're coming. We're coming yeah. back Cam's to Goodenough. karaoke. Just go around the country. Bro, this one I absolutely love. This isn't one moment, but it's a bunch of moments, man. People like Cahooks, 046, your boy's posse shot, yep. going on tour around the country, bro. 100%. We talk time and time again about people needing to build their fan bases more. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen a lot. The bigger artists out here doing club shows, cool. The bag's cool, but you're not building a whole lot of a fan base out yep. here, in my opinion. I don't think you're building a whole lot of fan 100%. base. 100%. So to see like people like Cahooks, still new to the game out here, bro. Yeah. yeah he's made some noise, but you know, he, he's, he's still new to the game. Mm. Going on a decent sized tour around the country was hectic, bro. Yeah. And the 046 boys, they went on a huge tour. Unfortunately, I had some shows shut down by the coppers at the last minute, I believe. Mm-hmm. And also, of course, Posse Shot went on two tours this year, but the first national tour. Um, played a couple of shows in Melbourne, but you know this was the first one around the whole country. So, yeah, I, I mean, we talk about it all the time. There's people who get who, who get platinum songs, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can sell tickets. Facts. You know what I mean? You got to go around the country, got to build that profile, and you got to remember a lot of these artists, especially the ones from the drill scene. They only really popped in 2019, and then we had two, three years of the spicy cough. You know what I mean? We didn't have any shows, so. Mm. Now we're coming out of that. I really think it's really important for artists, especially the younger ones to get on the road. Don't have too much pride to play to a hundred people in a pub. Like everyone starts somewhere, you know what I mean? And, and you know, one force first show, you know, they, they got off for a couple of tracks with Enter and, and chilling it and that. And then now look at them, you know, they're going to go on tour with the Kid Leroy next year. So if there's one thing I can say, it's definitely go around the country, build your fan base, sell merch, meet your fans. And you, you got to make people not only a fan of the music, but a fan of you as a person, you know what I mean? So that's the best place to do it. 100%. Hey, shout out to people like Curvy, even Forte, mm-hmm. uh, still going around the country, doing random shows in like North Rockhampton. Rockhampton. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that, again, building fan bases every day. Every time you go out to one, you're just building a bigger fan base, bro. 100%. 100%. More rappers also need to put more effort into their live shows, man. Like, <laughs> I feel like uh, we've had this argument so many times. I mean, we speak to Frax about it. We spoke to Shadow about it. We spoke to a, a lot of people about it. Um, um, just like like it's it's not a backing it's not a karaoke you know that's mm. Kev's karaoke we're talking about not your karaoke twenty twenty four yeah well, yeah we, we, you know what I mean like people have paid good money to um see you live so I I would like to see you know in twenty twenty four more rappers you know putting real effort into their live shows and 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 really taking it real serious you know let's go bro oh. Before I forget, comment 360 made his return also. And this guy was touring like crazy. I know he had a a bit of a a social issue being out on stage every week and that, but he's made a hectic comeback, bro. He's been doing his national tours. Now he's on these regional tours, coming Mm -hmm. back again for another regional tour. Mm -hmm. And they're like every single weekend. Yeah. So shout out 62. You know what that is? That's years and years of his career in his early days, touring and touring and touring and touring. If you can go up to far North Queensland, if you can go out to, you know, remote areas and and have 50 to 100 people turn up, you're, you're doing good. Facts, bro. Come on, bro. This is one I love personally so much, bro. The work rate of Planet Vegeta mm-hmm. and the whole team at 92 World has been wild, bro. All right. Mm-hmm. As much as this isn't a massive, 
massive thing just yet. What they're doing for themselves, I think is setting them up for something crazy, bro. Yeah. Would you agree with that one? I agree with that one because kind of like what I was saying before about the 1-4 thing, you know, you got to remember that the hip hop scene is only so big and the real way you're going to find a success is to bridging your bridging the gap into other worlds which makes sense for you. So Planet Vegeta doing a lot of food stuff. I've seen them doing the sports event that we went to mm-hmm. out in West Sydney. So, you know, food, sport, whether it's like film, TV, fucking theatre, whatever, you know, I think the real way to get a real fan, real big fan base is, you know, thinking outside of hip hop and working with other people that are aligned with your vision and and that makes sense. That's exactly what they've been doing. And that's it, bro. And like, they are really like a a real life community within themselves, bro. I Mm -hmm. always thought that every single one of them was just brothers, sisters, cousins, mothers. You know what I mean? Like, but like they're even talking about Reezy was just someone who came in and wanted to shoot videos for them. Now she's out there singing songs like an absolute beast with them, bro. Joining them all over the place, still shooting content, I think. Mm -hmm. But like them being able to bring other people in, just grow the team in every which way. Like you said, the food, bro. I've been to their backyard session. Mm-hmm. where it's like going to a backyard family party but they're just performing with live instruments bro showing how much they really love music mm-hmm. they're providing food bro this mm-hmm. food that <sighs> bro <laughs> the fried chicken Plenty Vegeta does anytime you know my dress now I've ordered it you've dropped it off please bring it back anytime um, they just got a food truck bro. I don't know if yeah. you've seen this they just bought their own no, food truck so they just did a, a soft launch I think up in Queensland yeah, right. I don't know if it's down here but the boys got a f- and girls boys and girls got a food truck yeah. bro so I don't know what that's going to be called 92 Worlds something like that yeah 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 yeah. yeah. the future hectic bro that's, oh. a big, that's a big hustle and it helps that they can actually um sing good too bro <laughs> sing rap bro <laughs> yeah. they can they can sing yeah, they can rap yeah. they can do absolutely everything yeah that's, that's the basis thing. of it all you know Come what on. I mean like- <laughs> also one of the boys in there I don't know if it's a brother bro got this Cookies, bro. S and B cookies or something, bro. What, what cookies? I don't know if it's called S and B cookies. I'm trying to think of the what name. What does that stand for? Shake and bake. Shake and <laughs> shake and bake. Shake and bo- shake and boogie. I no, I got no I idea. Like but cookies, yeah. bro, absolutely delicious. Uh, if you haven't sussed it. Just go sus 92 World and sus everything they're doing because it's constant, bro. Every weekend they're hey, doing something. Shout out to those boys. They've been grinding for a long time. Come on, bro. Um, oh, one thing I can't forget about them, bro. I had it written down here. I'm glad I wrote down a few things, bro. Their outback trips is another thing they've done, bro. So we've seen Kenyon Brown consistently going out to uh, Aboriginal communities, giving back, performing for them, helping out. Kenyon's doing some crazy shit now, bro. Yeah, he's really living out there. PV have done the same thing, bro. Nine to world have gone out to his communities, helped them with sport, music, um, anything, right? So it's good to see them getting out there, getting amongst different communities and just giving back, bro. Like, 100%. I guess not everyone has the opportunity to do that or the oomph in them to get it done, but they're showing love, bro. Mm. And that's exactly what I was talking about before. They're, they're, they're creating, you know, relationships and, and memories that those kids are going to remember forever. And, that, and that's what you want to do as an artist. You don't just want to have a hot song and mm. just fuck off six months after that with a bag. Well, I mean, some people do, but, you know, I think for a lot of people, there's a higher purpose and a higher mission and, and creating that connection with the fans is, is definitely a priority. Preach, Kevin. Another one of my favorites, bro. And a lot of people hate on this one, but bro, Bam Margera linking <laughs> with Colt Shotter, bro. Who's hating on that? Bam Margera <laughs> linking with Colt Shotter, bro. All right. Yeah. I don't know about half the people listening to us now. I don't know their age group, but Bam Margera is like a childhood idol of mine, 100%. bro. 100%. If you grew up on Jackass, if you grew up listening to CKY and all that. Viva La Bam yeah, every Viva weekend. Viva La Bam, watching him just fucking absolutely ruin his parents over and over again. Iconic, bro. That that was unbelievable. I mean, we'd seen videos of uh, of Charlie and Golo over in LA kind of doing mm-hmm. their thing and it wasn't really clear. I thought they were just hanging out, you know, going I for a holiday or something. And then the next day you wake up and you see him in the studio with Bam Majera and everyone was like, what the fuck? And obviously there's a lot of backlash on the internet because yeah. Bam's in an iffy place with his sobriety yeah, and yeah, that. Yeah, of course. But- 
if I know anything about these boys and I've known them for a lot of years, bro, they're not pushing nothing on anyone no. that's not their vibe, bro. Well, they went online to clarify that as well. They went online and addressed that. And Amen. I think obviously that's a very important thing, you know 100%. what I mean? Because Bam's been in headlines for, for a, a couple of the addiction issues and stuff he's had this Facts. year. But, um, you know, they went online and clarified that, which I think was important to do. Amen. And I don't think anyone could have predicted that <laughs> there was actually a song coming, but, you know, it was getting on. You know, we, we always talk about rappers getting attention overseas. This was on fucking TMZ, bro. TMZ, bro. <laughs> TMZ. Who else has been on TMZ out here, right? Yeah. Crazy as it is, bro. Um, but yeah, shout out Golo. Shout out all the boys um, out there doing... And whoever linked that, bro. I know there was one of their boys that linked that. Yeah. I, I just... Apparent, from my side, right? From what I heard, they're just in the studio. Bam's creating a song. They're like, come in here. Let's have a listen to the to the Bam song. Yeah. Hanging out, bro. If you're around Golo, you're around Charles, you're, you're like, you know these guys are a yeah, good time. Yeah. You, you become friends with them real quick. And it, it just came natural, bro. That's the even better yeah. thing. There's no forces to it. Yeah. And if you've seen them online since, they're still hanging out. They went to Castle <laughs> Bam last week, yeah, bro. I saw that. They're yeah. like just best mates. <laughs> yeah. Also, that song, bro, that fucking hook by Charlie is just... Fucking can't, can't get it out of my head, bro. Wait, who are they with the other? Oh, they got oh they got um shattered by Kerwin Frost. Who's Kerwin Frost? I know the name. Yeah, some like streetwear fucking dude in America. Like, oh, he, with the big fucking boots and yeah, head, he, yeah. He, he's doing a collab with McDonald's. I'm pretty sure soon. But I um, did see that. The hey, Maccas, sponsor the pod. Come on, <laughs> yeah. we need that um, double quarter pounder money, bro. But it really feels like they are implementing, you know, uh, their footprint in the US and, and and really starting to build up some hype over there, which is crazy, you know, because you know, culture should have been around. Fuck, as long as you've been around, as long as I've been around, bro. you know what I mean. They've been doing their thing and and you know have dropped some fucking real bangers over the year. But now to see it translate overseas is crazy. And and Tamboy Miguel over there as well shout out to him too and one thing about them bro they look like wild motherfuckers bro and they are wild motherfuckers yeah. but they're the nicest people <laughs> yeah, you will ever meet those two <laughs> dudes will do anything for you bro so that's another hectic thing legends man another couple links that they had over there bro they just linked up with Denny Way the other day I don't know if you know him bro legendary skateboarder he like yeah, jumped right. across the Grand Canyon or some crazy shit on the skateboard <laughs> I don't Did know if actually? it's a, I don't know if it's a Grand Canyon <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was but I know it's something crazy yeah. linking up with him and these boys got the co-sign from Chief Keith on the Instagram Did bro they, they one they got Chief Keef co-sign. No, I knew they had the Chief Keef t-shirts. Yeah, look, the co-sign was Chief Keef saw them and threw a few laughing emojis. But hey, they got comments no, from yeah, Chief yeah, Keef yeah, on yeah. the cult shot of page. I'm about it, bro. Come hey, on. Chief Keef. Come drill, on the pod, drill, bro. Yeah, come, I mean, on. <laughs> come on the fucker. I've seen his interviews. Bro. He doesn't really talk too much, but... Oh, um. Bro. You know, originator of drill and obviously huge influence for everything that's come down here. So mm -hmm. the fact that the first cosign that we got from Chief Keef was uh, Lil Golo and Charlie, that makes it Crazy. even better, eh? Crazy, bro. <laughs> All right, another big moment. I feel like it could be over already, not too big anymore. 2000s rap beats took Australia by storm for like a good month and a yes, bit, bro. Yes, yes, So let's just clarify to the audience here. Yes. I'm 33, you're 32. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're old as fuck, okay? So, <laughs> old as fuck, <laughs> So bro. you gotta remember, we were 10 years old. Wait, were we 10 years old? Oh yeah, 10, 12, 10 to 12, 13. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, sorry. Between we were those 13 years. years old when Get Rich or Die Train came out, which we just saw live last week. 50 shout Cent, you're a beast. Even though he didn't come on the pod, him or Yayo didn't come on the pod, but shout out to 50 Cent and G Unit. Mm. This is the shit that we grew up with. So to hear these beats start coming back, especially in the context of Australian hip hop, mm -hmm. was crazy. I think it started with, you know, Digger D did his rap over Stunt 101 by G Unit. I think that's probably what kicked off a lot of rappers here starting to do it. But, you know, we saw bulk rappers jumping on the kind of Bro, 2000s beats. There thing. was a time. Time, there was one week, you know, I do the weekly drops, bro. Yeah. There was one week, I think I put six on there. There was six <laughs> yeah. 2000s rap beats and I was like, fuck yeah. it, I'll take them all, bro. This shit's heavy as. In saying that, you know KZ the Bandit, bro? Yeah. Queensland, bro. I, he did it, I feel like, a couple of years ago or a year ago, like yeah. early on just fucking around with himself. So I feel like he was one of the first. Yep. But from what was to come, 
Crazy, bro. First of all, I'll talk about him since he was him and Ribby, bro. Evil Twin, yep. bro. Beast of a song. Shout out Evil Twin. Shout out Ribby. Shout out KZ to Bando. Yep. Nerve did Nerve did did a couple of bangers on Nerve that and Mal. Yeah, Nerve and Mal, but Nerve also by himself. He did Keep It Simple Stupid as well. Oh, slapper. Um, which slapped, <laughs> bro. Day one. Day one with um, Have You Ever? Day one, Have You Ever? That was <laughs> I'm checking the name. Have you? Beast of a track, in my opinion. Hundred percent. My number one for this year in 2000s rap beats. Hooligan Hefs and we, bro. Oh, I, you love, bro. I love that love track. That song. That's just the energy, bro. Just the yeah. energy that he has behind it. It it's fucking feels real, bro. Uh, yeah, and I also feel like Hefs has kind of got that kind of charisma where he can pull that style off because not everyone can pull that style 100%, off. You know what bro. I mean? I feel like with Boom Bap like, and, and, and Grime to an extent, it's all about kind of just like the flow and the aggression and stuff like that. But I think 2000s is kind of like a bit more kind of steezy, you know mm. what I mean? Like, so it's a bit of a different energy to pull it off, but I think Hefs is definitely kind of the dude that can do that. But yeah, I don't know if that, that moment's already over and on the way out or hey, what's it's happening. Not, it's not out yet because Shadow- I was going to say Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> Shadow did say he's got one coming and he said he's going to teach the game how to do it. So I'm looking forward to that from Shadow. He's one that can flow over everything. He can flow over boom bap, flow over grime. So, you know, and, and when I say that steezy element, he definitely has that mm -hmm. too. So um, I'm looking forward to that one from Shadow. 2024 Shadow, let's go. <laughs> Hey, bro, I know you love this return. I'm pretty sure all of Australia loves this return. The return of rap rap, bro. As Indigo yeah. Mercables say, real rap's back in style, bro. Yeah, Come Indigo, on. Yeah, and Sky Session's the perfect platform, bro. Indigo came back and he he made a very big statement with his, but yeah, I mean, it's been people have been saying it's coming back for a while. We had that big track, chilling mm -hmm. it and nerve going back to back, taking things back to those, you know, real get bodied, get bodied days. Mm -hmm. And then we had a couple of other rappers come on and, and real, really state their claim as real lyricists because, you know, you know, you know how much I love Australian drill, but mm -hmm. I feel like that that wasn't really too much emphasis on, you know, wordplay or punchlines or technicality. It was more just about, you know, getting the message across extremely uh, directly, I guess mm -hmm. is, is a nice way to say it. So to see things coming back and taking things back to, you know, uh, one of the foundations of hip hop is, is really good to see, I think. Bro, yeah, special mention, Dibs. I feel like Dibs got a lot of love out of Sky Sessions because he came in, mm. Dibs came in on one day notice, bro. He mm. killed three different beats. I don't care if he had that shit prepared before or if he yep. wrote it that night, but bro, he fucking murdered it. I can't remember everyone was on it, bro. JK47 turned that track into an album track, but yep. it was a beast as it was. Hundred. There was heaps, bro. Real rap, heaps. bro. Rap, rap. <laughs> rap, yeah. rap, 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 rap. Um, this is a big one, bro. Hasn't happened yet. We got... How long till New Year's Eve, bro? What do we got? Two uh, weeks? Week and a bit? Yeah. New Year's Eve, 2023-2024. Don't know what you call it, bro. Which one is it? Yeah, uh, uh, I, I don't know, bro. New Year's Eve, <laughs> Nookie, We Are Warriors, 3%, taking over the 9 p.m. fireworks and music, bro. This moment is fucking huge, this bro. This is huge. I mean, I talked about it three or four times on the podcast now. Mm. Uh, rap expanding to an audience in a way that makes sense, mm -hmm. a wider audience. And it doesn't get any wider than the fucking Sydney New Year's Eve celebrations. I'm Hard. not too sure exactly where it slots in on the, on the evening, but whichever way you look at 9 it- 9 p.m. fireworks, bro. Oh, that's that, fireworks? that's before the kids go to sleep. That's the main ass fireworks, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone is watching that one. 100%, you know, 3%. They came out with their debut single really, really recently. Shout out to Nookie, uh, Dallas and Angus as well. They came out, they sampled the presets, my people, and they flipped that into their own anthem and-, and, and um, If you- you haven't listened to their whole, oh, I don't know if they've released it yet. Have they released an album or something? No, no, Oh, no, no. well, I, I watched it live. Leak. You got a leak, bro. No, no, I watched it live, seeing them live at the Gladi, the yep. night that Chance pulled up. Bro, that shit was crazy. The energy those three had on stage together was out of this world, bro. It was good vibes. 100%. And Nookie, with everything he's doing with We Are Warriors initiative, it's, it's mm. fucking crazy to see, man. He's another one that's branched into all types of stuff, but it's all centered around community, you know? And he's he's someone who's been around for a long time, mm -hmm. you know, rapping. He had a song with one of the dudes from Black Eyed Peas back in the day, you know what Who? I mean? 
it got shelved. It got shelved. Ah, it got shelved. Stitcher. It never came out. But you know, he's been around that long. He was he was one of the guys who mentored the Kid Leroy in his very early years, and he's been doing his thing. And to see him kind of you know uh, take a very prominent role off the mic as well. Um, that's just awesome to see, and he's he's having great success with We Are Warriors, from what I, from what I can tell, bro. But 9 p.m. fireworks, New Year's Eve. Everyone's got to tune in. If you're hearing this, haven't heard about 100%. it before, you got to tune in. I'm hoping it has one of those uh, laser shows, and the lasers go up, and it's just a big picture of Nookie eating a Devon sandwich, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, that shit will be crazy, bro. Hey, I will never forget all those nights of the Gladi when Nookie would come downstairs from his little studio upstairs. He'd come into a full packed pub. There'd be like 100, 150 people in there with literally a fucking slab of Devon and a and a and a. <laughs> <laughs> and a fucking loaf of Wonder White and he'd just be walking around slicing people off Devon sandwiches with a bottle of tomato sauce. He's a crazy cunt, but he knows what he's doing. He's actually a genius. Shout out, Nookie. We are Warriors, 3%. 100. News Eve, 9 p.m. Come on. It's a little bit of a crazy topic at the moment. Um, shout out Mr. C for a little thing he'd done online before, but bro, is radio going to make it in Australia in 2024 moving onwards, all right? It, well, uh, I think you got to change the question. Radio is right. always going to be there. No, 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 but I, I, I'm there. sorry. I had to add on to that. <laughs> will radio it, be here in 2024? <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure it will be. Will radio matter to the hip hop and rap world in yeah. Australia in 2024? Honestly, I think it's already on its way out. It's mm-hmm. been talked about online. I was excited when I saw there was a, a radio station coming dedicated to hip hop and R&B. Mm-hmm. Excited as we've got future stories we can talk about that later. It honestly led us to talking and being here right now. Mm-hmm. But obviously it wasn't everything it was all to be promised. I know there's big budgets and shit behind the scenes after mm-hmm. covering that, but I feel like they should have went a different way about it because now it's fallen to pieces, bro. You had Mr. C on the area show of Ziggy. C's obviously left. He posted a rant online the other day about, I guess, not enough rap being played. I don't know. It was a funny video he posted. Yeah, I mean, he posted a couple of funny videos, yeah. but he's a guy that lives and really fucking breathes hip hop yeah. and R&B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is something that, that that was given to him as, as as a kid in the crib. So you can imagine he, he definitely takes it very personally when, when he feels like things aren't doing right. And I think his big gripe with the station was that they weren't playing enough hip hop and R&B. And, you know, sometimes I crank on Cater in the car and, you know, they do play a lot of Calvin. Harris mm. on there. They play a lot of Calvin <laughs> Harris, which, which I'm not opposed to, but you know, obviously I don't really think it, f- it fits into the hip hop and R&B Amen. category. You know what I mean? So, in my opinion, I think they should have just left it as the edge because what it is right now is exactly what the edge was, bro. There's no difference. Mm. And the edge had the name. But anyway, that aside, again, not blaming anyone and don't know who to blame, but you can shout out people like Ziggy, still going hard on the area. Shout out mm. people like B-Wise, still going hard shout on his wise. show. Uh, shout out Case Hara, who's been doing a thing for fucking, I don't know, as long as yeah. I've watched the radio, bro, or l- l- listen to the radio. Yeah, OG. Um, but yeah, there's that, bro. And there's the Triple J shit that happened the other day. Um, they had yeah. a little bit of the issue with Miss Miss Kanina. Miss Kanina, yeah. who's also one of the, what, I would say one of the breakout stars in 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 hip hop in 2023. Thanks, bro. Yeah. So um, yeah. Basically, she had a pro Palestine message on on the radio. I think a couple of people called up. I think I read a news article that said they had of ten course. people call up, and then they had an investigation. They said it breached the ABC's. Uh, on air policies, obviously, I don't know the intricacies of that. I don't work there, mm. uh, but there's been a bit of backlash against, not a bit of backlash. There's been quite a lot of backlash against the fact that you know her segment was taken down, and I think she was a guest of the uh, she was a guest host of the hip hop show, and mm. then now she's been kind of shafted from from that slot. And not only that, they've shafted all guest hosts from hip hop oh, really? from the hip hop show on Triple J from now on. Yeah, um, right. Look, Triple J is an iffy one with the hip hop rap world in Australia. There's certain mm. certain sections that love it, certain sections that have never been shown love from it. So yeah. it's hard 
hard. But when it becomes to a big message like that, yeah. did they do the right thing? I'm going to say probably not. Well, well, I mean, this is the thing, bro. It's like, first and foremost, people are allowed to have their stance. Bro. <laughs> people are no allowed to have what, their stance. No matter it's what like, it is too. Yeah, people are allowed to have their stance. She, she was fully within her right to go out there and, and, and you know, say what she said. Uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is, I think by kind of, you know, uh, whatever it was, taking her show down and axing her from the future guest, you're actually creating more attention Facts. to the issue and you're you're putting more support behind her. Facts. So, you know, I don't think that was really the right way to go about it. I no. think there was definitely, uh, well, obviously, like we're not privy to what conversations happened or what happened behind the scenes, but from what we can tell, I don't really think it was the right thing to do. People are allowed to have their stance and if they're in a position where they can say it on radio, then- Go for gold. Go for gold. But yeah, in the long term, don't know if it really radio really matters to anyone out here right now. Um, again. Well, well, again, you got to think about, you know, Triple J hip hop show, you know, mm -hmm. um, a couple of people spoke about it, but when, when when they're locked up, you know that's the their one program, the Triple J Hip Hop Show. That you know for that two hours every week, that's where they get you know they, mm -hmm. they're updated on all the local artists, all the stuff. You know, Howie, you know he's spoken about you know how that's one of the really proud moments of his career. You know, being on air for fourteen years at Triple J, but you know really being the provider of hip hop Facts, to, to a lot of people that have been locked up. You know, and, and regional Australia Triple J still pumps, but it's definitely well. Uh, I hope for those circumstances they do put someone in the right spot that can 100%. get shit done and put the right music on there when it needs to be played. 100% and, and let people say their piece <laughs> and let people talk their shit bro <laughs> yeah. in saying that just a quick offshoot from that it's dope to see uh, a lot of Australian hip hop rap R&B artists actually using their music platforms for more than just music too bro 100. like obviously Miss Kanina doing her thing um, yeah. A Huncho again I don't know if it was him but I've seen him tagged a lot in it of the a ship that was apparently getting sent to Palestine with some things or with a lot of- Oh, the jet skis. Uh, the jet, yeah, the, yeah, all yeah. the jet skis going around the flat. Bro, that's dope to see happen, right? And I've seen him supporting supporting the cause online more and more. Mm. Um, I saw Briggs do his thing when the whole YesVo was coming on. He had that humongous show. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of the show, but people like Barker, Hilltop Hoods and all that involved. Yeah. But it's just dope to see Australian artists like pushing for what they believe in, bro. 100%. You know and Nookie and 3% were, were a big part of that movement of course. too. So yeah, I mean, that's always been a part of hip hop since, since you know it started. So it's really good to see people tapping into tapping into what they believe in and 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 you know realizing that yeah we can make songs all day. But what's the message? You know, facts, bro. Two last standout moments for twenty oh, twenty three. We're down to the last two, bro. Yeah, I don't know. We we talk real fast, Kev. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see how long this goes at the end. But <laughs> yeah. hey, again, mine and Kev's first solo podcast. Let us know what your thoughts are in the comments. You want more of this? We can do it. Uh, yeah, I'll do it all day, bro. We'll podcast 52 weeks a year if we have to next year, bro. We will. And I, yeah, anyway. yeah, we got yeah. some big plans next year. So Come so. on, 2023, gonna, 2024, <laughs> going to be crazy, bro. <laughs> Australian streetwear is making global moves now, bro. Yes, sir. Absolutely global moves, bro. Is anything you want to say first this song? Because i got a whole lineup of things, bro. I just think it's cool and I think it's a, something that a lot of more rappers should be uh, capitalizing on, you know, mm. when it comes to merch and stuff. Think about what brands you can work with because even though this accent might not be so translatable to someone in the US, if you have a dope tee that you work on with a brand, that can translate a lot easier than your music and the people can find your music through that. So Facts, bro. It. Let's start off with my guy, Judah. Bro. Hey, shout out to him. We just had a good dinner with him the other bro, week. We had, some, we had some grilled pork neck and, <laughs> and sticky rice. And <laughs> Bing Su. Yeah, Bing Su. <laughs> bro, Judah hosted something I didn't think, he, he's talked to me about this before. All right, before I knew Judah, quick backstory. Before I knew New Judah, he followed me on Take Flight. I followed him on Judah. I was buying his clothes before Take Flight was a thing. Yeah. Bro, this man reached out when I started Take Flight and said, I see you hosting, bro. You ever thought about hosting a fight club? And I was like, <laughs> damn, <laughs> all right, that's crazy. I said, look, we're gonna need to know a bit more about that and whether the legalities around it. 
But anyway, he's been talking about this for ages. This man flew to the UK, linked with this crazy artist called Slawn, I think it is. Slawn, yeah. I think his name's Slawn. They hosted a pop-up and a fi- underground fight club, bro. <laughs> pop-up and an underground fight club. And there was packed out, bro. There was yeah. people going, throwing crazy hands, yeah, bro. It looked like a scene out of a Guy Ritchie movie or we something. We did post some videos about it. Um, <laughs> so I think that shit was crazy. For him to be able to go over there, link with someone who's got a crazy name in the streets and host a fight club in another country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Also, um, who did we just have on here, bro? Unknown T. Unknown T came on the pod. Unknown T also did a collab shirt with Judah and I thought it was just for Down Under, but that was an official release T as well, bro. Mm-hmm. So major moves. Hey, shout out to Judah, man. That kid's got hustle. He's always had hustle. Bro, man is young too. I don't know <laughs> if you know young. how old Judah is. Yeah. I don't know exact age. He's so young enough to say, be our son or something, bro. Bro, like. he, he's young and he has his head screwed on with this shit, bro. And I know some behind the scenes plans. I don't know if they'll be revealed before this, but trust me, 2024, if you don't know about Judah, you're going to know about Judah. Hey, just leak him now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I ain't that guy, bro. We know too many secrets out here. Bro, massive. Probably the biggest streetwear brand, biggest streetwear band in the country right now. G'd up, bro. G'd up, flew New York Fashion Week, had Fat Joe, 5 EO Foreign, and the mm. club looked like it was fucking going crazy, bro. 100%. Bro, like we were talking about before, we grew up on 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. I also grew up on fucking Fat Joe, Terror Squad, Big Pun, mm-hmm. uh, fucking Remy Ma, all that shit. So to see G'd up, just get a spot. I'm pretty sure which was on Mercer Street, which you know is the main kind of shopping street in, uh, in Manhattan. And they brought out Fat Joe. That's and, crazy, and, and, bro. And I remember the seeing them getting fucking with Terror Squad Air Force Ones and all this other shit. I'm like, what's going on here, bro? And like, then they had at this mad when random people pop up too. They had um yeah. CJ Whoopty oh, Whoopty yeah, pop yeah, through. Yeah, like yeah. there was just other New York concerts rolling through. So and they made a big impact from what I heard, bro. So yeah. I don't know what's going to happen next year for them, but I think it's going to be huge because even in the UK, bro, these guys are linked with RV, Abracadabra, Heady One. one. That was crazy too, Heady One. On their, on their little campaign. Little campaign. Big, camp, big campaign, <laughs> yeah, yeah. bro. A little humble campaign. Little There's humble got Fat Joe on board. <laughs> but the fact they've got heavy hitters like that jumping on their campaigns before even making the expansion over there because I'm pretty sure they've got offices in each state. They've got offices in LA. Mm. They've got an office in the UK now. Yeah. Bro, 2024 and We had Paco on the pod and he spoke a lot about that, kind of building those links. And, mm. you know, G-Dub being such a brand that's like so intrinsically tied to the hip hop and I guess what you would say, especially the drill scene here, mm. those links can be very valuable later on. You know what I mean? Heady One comes out, he might do a track with so-and-so from here. Oh, well, he's already done track with one four, but you know what I mean? Future like, things. Yeah, you know what I mean? That th- th- Those links sometimes can be easier made through clothing than music sometimes because like we've said, the accent, it's going to take a little, it's it going will. to take a little bit, but you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Also Street X, bro. You can never forget about Street X or yeah. in Perth. Gucci's been making some crazy connects <laughs> all year long. He's got like every artist that goes to Perth popping up in his store. 100%. Bro, every, every artist goes to Perth. Yeah, we're doing a Street X pop up. Yeah. That's fucking mad to see. Was it this year he did the Crocs collab, bro? It was this year. I'm pretty sure it was this year. I think Street East yeah. Crocs collab was mad. I'm the not a Crocs guy, but that was- Crocs collab was huge. And you know, like like you said, it's just become the hot two place. The hot two place. <laughs> the go-to place for everyone, bro. Literally from literally from Freddie Gibbs to Posse Shot to the Kid Leroy. 100%. Like we're going to Street X. You know what I mean? It's so mad. he's definitely established his store as, uh, as, as the place to go. And shout out to Gucci. You know, he's a very hardworking dude, a very smart dude. We had him on the pod. Go check it out if you didn't listen to it. Smart And you guy, might learn bro. something because I learned a lot from listening to him, you know? And I, don't, I think it was this year because I think it's every year. That man at uh, Paris Fashion Week in his budgie smugglers, causing bro. a fucking ruckus as always, bro. <laughs> He's a beast, bro. Hey, if I see a shirtless Gucci smoothie shadow boxing in budgie smugglers. I'm running, bro. I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah, I'm running. Also, um, the newer brands coming, bro. Like there's these brands making some noise. There's a bunch of new brands coming up and I feel like next year, bro, they just Australian streetwear in general can just make noise Australia, mm-hmm. uh, uh, internationally, like 
like it's nothing now, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing. Hundred percent. I'm pretty sure it was this year as well. Um, Subi had one four at the at the pop up, or was that last year? Ooh, I don't know. That, Either that way, could have been last year. But again, Subi's one of them brands. You know, it was definitely when we was growing up. It was more about you know kids who are into mm-hmm. house electro, uh, sneaky sound system, bag raiders. Really showing my age now. But <laughs> over in America, man, it's like it's it's very tied in with the hip hop scene there. So you know, ASAP, a couple of ASAP Mob have had collections with them, and and they brought out one four here. So shout out to Subi too. Let's go. Last point, bro. And I think this is a massive one, and I think we're gonna see it explode next year. Australian hip hop, rap, R and B artists are making global moves. Bro. Yes, sir. Global moves, bro. You want to kick this one off, bro? There's been a there's a whole bunch that have been doing their thing this year. Um, well, I mean, on a base level, there's there's all this, there's all the ones that have been doing it for ages. Of, co- of course. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, your one fours and and your hefses and, and this and that. What were you thinking of, bro? The ladies, bro. I feel like the ladies of Australia are making crazy yep. moves overseas. Larissa Lambert, bro. I don't know exactly what she's doing overseas all the time, but yeah. she, bro, she's just over there working with some heavy names at all times, bro. Yeah. I know she had previous links with Jeremiah and that. I've seen yeah. that old uh, connect with her. But she just released a song with Jay Sean the other day. Jay Sean. Oh, hopped, I did see that. Jay yeah. Sean hopped on a TikTok, collabed with the thing. Next minute, that's an official release. Yeah, and she got a plaque recently for something ridiculous on what, on her cover SWV. A hundred million. hundred million streams, bro. Shit like that. For an Australian artist, that's that's very, very wild numbers. So Larissa is one, bro. Amani, again, another yeah. person, don't know exactly what you're doing over there, but the connects I feel she's making is crazy. She's at the BET Award. She's on No Jumper, which just yeah. dropped today yeah. when we filmed dropped this. Dropped today, bro. The you know no, I mean? no Jumper interview, that's wild. She's making links with all these artists. We've seen her before. We talked about if uh, Wiz Khalifa, Todd Olison. I don't know, whatever connection you're making is hectic. It's good to see yeah, that too, bro. Man. Um, day one, we talked. I talked to Day One on the podcast just the other day. That man has been traveling, bro. He's mm. running up his passport like crazy, yeah. Yeah, he. <laughs> that man has been traveling this year. Yes, bro. And I think the awesome thing to hear is that, like, it's all seems to be coming back into his music. He, I mean, if you listen to a track like with like Mbappe, mm. you know, that's a very global sound. And then, you know, four years ago, it was on Boss, which is very much, you know, influenced by that, you know, commercial American mm-hmm. hip hop style. You know, and both both are mad, but you know, it's it's good to see him traveling different countries, picking up different sounds, obviously working with different producers and taking that back into, you know, I guess what we would call the modern Australian sound, which is like like our like our food, like everything. It's very multicultural and it and it, and it sounds like it could be from anywhere. Facts, bro. We got Kahooks. Again, we talk yeah. about Kahooks. He's still new to the game, but he just did a trip around the UK over to the US, bro. Mm-hmm. I've heard in the background here's a bunch of collabs coming. Don't know yep. exactly who either why. He just dropped the one with Simba. He brought Simba out here climb, climb the fucking harbour bridge bro <laughs> bro he climbed the harbour bridge to film a video is hectic bro like I, when I used to <laughs> make music that was my dream bro was do, a, do a, a video scene on the top of the harbour bridge man did it but yeah I'm keen to see what collabs he brought out of those international tours 100% um, and Panya Panya oh bro Pani she's everywhere one. too. Yeah, she's everywhere, man. She obviously had that track with Toddler T, which was mm-hmm. very much on that on the, on that UK dance tip. But I've seen her in, in Paris over in America and stuff, and she's definitely one who you can kind of see this would work overseas. You know what I mean? Like, bro, she has a very unique voice, and I think she could very easily slot into any country she goes to. Hundred percent. And and while we're talking about Triple J before, I'm just gonna say her like a version was Bro. fucking crazy. I mean. We had Nerve kind of flip the Kylie Minogue mm-hmm. can't get you out of my head sample on Sky Sessions. If you haven't heard it, run it back. But she just came out there and slowed it down, which is it was a crazy. She, she slowed it fully down and it was kind of like a very low tempo, kind of loungy, loungy cover. And the reaction to it was huge. I think Kylie Minogue even reached out to Panya She as did, well. bro. Reached yeah, out all of that. a bunch of flowers or something. So but yeah, Panya. Panya will be one to watch internationally next year without a doubt. Mm. Bro, people, they, these guys have been doing it time and time again, but Kenyon Brown, Binna Butter, DJ Noise, Relic Brown, bro, 
consistent US tours and pulling crowds, bro. Pulling mm. crowds. Um, there's nothing more I can say. We've talked about them before. We had Kenyon on the on the pod before and he's just said like he's grown his audience just like Kenyon's done regional tours around Australia and grown his fan base here. Mm. He's doing the same in the US. Mm. On top of that, DJ Noise, I don't know if you saw this one, bro. We've, um, he, he took a quick flight to the UK afterwards. Don't know if it was for a holiday, but last minute put on his own show, yeah? Last minute him and his manager put on a show. Sold out in like a day, bro. Well, how many people? I don't know, but- Hundreds. There's, there was hundreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like thousands, yeah. but hundreds at a sold out show last minute of an Australian DJ over in the UK. If you're doing hundreds in the UK, you're doing good. Hectic. Like, Hectic. You know bro. what I mean? Um, in this economy. JM's hitting the US, bro, for the first time. I didn't know this man could fly out of the country. Hey. I'm not going to lie, bro. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. So I was there over with the Speed Boys. I was going on a hardcore punk tour in LA. As soon as I land, I get a message from uh, a, a mate of mine. He goes, Oh, you in the US? You should message Ricky. He's over there. Ricky's one falls manager. And I messaged Ricky. We went, went for a fucking cocktail, went and got a feed. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? He's like, oh, JMs is over here. We're just chilling. I'm like, what do you mean, bro? You know what I mean? I had no idea <laughs> yeah, the guy no, could I didn't leave. have any idea I, I, yeah. Could hardly get New Zealand. He can yeah. go to the US. He can't go to New Zealand. He can't play in Sydney, but he can go over to fucking LA. Hectic. <laughs> but like seeing him over there, I don't know. Again, what he's doing, no idea. But being able to start making those connects, Matt, he um, linked up with, I don't know how to say his name, bro. Ina Banks. I know who you're uh, talking about. Yeah. The yeah, ukulele yeah. guy. Don't know what they did together, but again, making those links, hectic to see, bro. Hey, I'm trying to hear JMs just go over ukulele and nothing else, bro. Bro, like, if you did one, <laughs> can you just send it to us, bro? Please. We just want to hear it ourselves. <laughs> um, and bro, A Huncho doing multiple links with We Want Rafes. They pretty much dropped the yeah. collab EP, but separate songs. There was like A Huncho, We Want Rafes, Hefs. A Huncho, We Want Rafes. A Huncho, We yeah. Want Rafes. Um, who, um, fuck, what's his name? Young and Lips, my bad. Yeah. But bro, I got to say, one of those collab tracks, A Hunter, We Want Rafes, I think it's Final Destination and Suspect. Mm. One of the hardest tracks out of the country Let's in 2023, go. bro. If you haven't heard A Hunter, We Want Rafes and Suspect, Final Resort, I think it is. Run it back, bro. The, the second that <laughs> shit kicks in, when Suspect Verse kicks in, oh, bro, yeah. anyway. Had to and we've see, and, and we seen some links just of the last two very recently of, um, you know, A Huncho and M Huncho together. Bro, we <laughs> need that Huncho tape, bro. Yeah, the two Hunchos together. Hey, like, this is how it starts, man. You know, artists come over and, and shout out to SIL as well. I think mm -hmm. that's how you say it. Silver SIL Hunter. agency uh, for bringing out M Huncho and, you know, putting on the locals because I saw Young Ellipse and Hefs and those boys jumped up at, at the M Huncho show too. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how these links start, man. You're chilling with someone backstage, you're shooting the shit and then next minute, you're in the studio together Global kind of links, track. So bro. I think we're going to see as, as more and more UK artists come over here and see Australia as a really viable touring market, we're going to see more and more of those songs, man. Yeah, and that's it. I think 2024, international collabs, bro. So many international artists are coming over here. They're realizing that we do have some people here, some talent. Hopefully they get the chance to get in the studio and make some noise, bro. 100. Kev. That's 14, big 15 big moments of 2023. If you're listening and you got more big moments and you didn't comment on our Instagram post, drop them in the YouTube oh, comments. I don't encourage bro. people to do that. People are just going to say, you didn't fucking post my mail. Oh, it's always going to happen. No, but the ones the ones on Instagram, trust, there wasn't, the, the two, yeah, anyway. Trust me, if there's more big moments you think we missed, drop it in the comments. Let us know. Let's put a spotlight on it there. That's it, Kev. It's 2023. Wait, aren't we doing the things about 2024? Oh, bro. <laughs> don't worry about that. I know the schedule better than this guy. Kev's got me. All right. Give me a raise. Real quick. Before we leave, I wrote a bit of a list of some things I want to see take up, make happen in 2024, right? Yes, sir. All right. You can, you can uh, co-sign me on some of these or tell okay. me I'm stupid or anyway. All right, I'm just going to rattle this list off. Things your boy wants to see in 2024. I want to see more of Solo George and King songs. That's the Freestyle Boys. I want to see Miko Mountain. 
I want to see Mika Mao pick up that work rate again, bro. Mika Mao's mm-hmm. work rate's been crazy and I fucking rate that guy highly, bro. I need to see Melbourne dropping music again, bro. That Melbourne with the Drake sample that's on, the, on its way. Beast, bro. I want to see Cursor in the Take Fly studio, bro. <laughs> in any capacity, I want to see you in here, bro. Manifest it. I'm trying to see Mogwai and Benny Zen go crazy for a whole nother year, bro. These men put in some work this year. Some mm. of my favorite tracks, like I said, I like the melodic shit, like the sing along. Yep. Let's go. I want to see Barker drop a heavy ass guy sessions. Hey, Barker, come in the studio. We need to see Barker on you here. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what Dibs has in store for us, bro, because like I said, that Sky session went crazy. Dibs has some crazy work ethic. I think 2024. I think 2024 could be crazy, bro. I want to see A-Girl drop a record that is just straight fire, straight bars, bro. I want to see more international link-ups. I want to see some crazy and unexpected Australian collabs. I want to see Rops go wild with his releases because that man is a beast and I feel like he needs to get out there I want him to get wild on social media too. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, Rops, you're a ruckus, bro. You're a ruckus. I want to see Moses and Tactics going back-to-back yet again on some fun shit, bro. I need to yes, see that sir. more than once. I'm trying to see more under-18s events. Real mm, quick, a good one. another big moment, bro. The boys in Sydney, Lee, um, and he's... Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. talked tee about up, it before. Tee up, tee tee up, up. events. Shout Those out to them. Boys. But I want to see more under-18s events in Australia, bro. I want to see an all-rap festival held successfully in Australia featuring both international and Australian artists, bro. Mm. We need to see it actually come about again. I want to see more people showing love to Australian artists again, bro. Numbers have dropped across the board in different ways. Yeah, that's glo- globally too, not globally, just Australia. But yeah. I've seen what happens when UK artists come out here, bro. I've seen the love you guys at home show these UK artists. And don't get me wrong, there's a bunch you that do show show a lot of love to Australian artists but if everyone just picks up one more favourite Australian artist you take a deep dive and listen bro that can change their lives it can change the hip hop space out here as it is bro because the more support we got the bigger everyone's growing bro mm-hmm. that was a bit of a long one most of all bro I just want to see every artist and producer in this country everyone within the hip hop and rap world space fucking flourish in 2024 100% bro. There's so much room for growth out here, bro. We want everyone just to level up just that little bit because when one person goes up, it brings everyone with them. You know what come I mean? Come on, so. bro. We all coming together. It's that simple. It's 2023. Thank you for watching. Wait, oh, I got, I got oh, some. I got some. Oh, I got no, some. Yeah, I got shoot, some. Shoot the shot, I just bro. thought. I just thought about some while you while you were you were doing yours. Okay, one. I want to see more mixed genre bills. Mm. So I want to see hip hop, hip hop, hip hop dudes going out with dance producers, going out with hardcore bands, going out with punk bands, and just fucking bringing everything together. Because at, at the root of it, we all come together for the love of the music, anyway. So really expanding the shows and not just thinking that we have to do a show with fucking 10 rappers on it. Facts. The other good thing, the other thing I want to see in 2024, Complex Con is coming to Australia. We saw the mm-hmm. we saw the ad go out a couple of weeks ago. I want to see people show up for that. I want to see, you know, bulk international and local artists from all facets of hip hop, you know what I mean? Not just drill or not just boom bap or not just this and that. You know, I, I really want to see, you know, artists from across the board come out and I see hip hop fans from across the board Facts. really sharp as well. And thirdly, bro, it's something that people have commented on Take Flight many, many times throughout the year. I want to see Alex Jones bro. return. Come on, bro. I've reached out by DMs, comments. <laughs> you're around somewhere, bro. If you're around. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people in the comments have been asking for it. Uh, I think to get one. ADOT back here on a pod or on a Sky Sessions, that would be huge. Um, so that's what I'd like to see in 2024. Let's go. All right. That's simple, Kev, bro. That's it. First solo pod. First Wings and Kev solo pod. It's your boy Wings. It's 24 karat Kev. It's Take Flight. We out. Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year.